This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Welcome to Hawkside Guns Podcast. I am Sean and with me is Jake. Good afternoon. And what we have we have in store for you today is a lot's actually happened, uh, at least for me, and I know a lot's happened for Jake. But every once in a while, you know, because we, we're not really good for each other, to be honest. We feed each other sicknesses. And it's well, not, I think it's the, not, the term for it is enablers. Yes. Yes, we <laughs> both are. And you know, like every time, like uh, every once in a while, especially now that he's been kind of working at the gun shop, he'll send me a, a picture. It's like, what do you think of this? I'm like, that's awesome. You should totally get that because I'm fully expecting when I send him pictures of of stuff I want, he'll go, oh, no, you need that. Well, I mean, I, I, I sent you a message today that uh, not today, but uh, uh, earlier in the week that was uh, a, for mo- people who get movie references will understand this completely, which is, do you remember the part in New Jack City when Chris Rock, as the crack addict, realized that working for the drug dealer was a bad idea? <laughs> this is kind of where I am at the moment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, what is it that you have done since the last time we talked to you? Oh, uh, I, I've developed a fetish for lever action. Oh no, dude! It's I mean, I mean, it started with the one that we already talked about, the fact that I ordered, which was the new polymer Henry X three fifty seven Magnum, and that guy still hasn't shown up yet, and I'm expecting that to take a bit of time. But I went further. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> if it's what the yeah, picture I, I saw, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Well, I know because no, it's two because I, I was suddenly deciding that I, I needed a shotgun, and as uh, everyone su- should. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got a, a, a little um, shockwave shotgun, but I was thinking I needed something a little bit bigger, like a, a standard twelve gauge, you know, shoulder stock shotgun. And I was I hear the uh, angels. Looking, Go ahead, keep coming, keep coming. I, I, I was looking at the wall, and we actually got in the uh, the new classic version of the Mossberg 590 uh, on the wall, the one with the wood stock. And I went, "Wow, that's actually rather pretty. Maybe I'll buy one of those." And the stocks have been kind of limited, so unless I specifically order something, if it's on the wall, the the boss has been kind of telling us to leave it for the customers. But we got enough of these in that it was kind of like, no, no, if you if you want one, you you can buy one. Here's here's the uh, employee price, and it was kind of like, that's gonna be worth it. And I just I had other things on my mind, and I was I I just didn't buy it right away, and now I'm not going to because I found something else. Um. I found two something else's actually. Uh, in the process of looking, I started to discover the fact that they do actually make lever action shotguns. Um, yes, and some of them are pretty freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I started on the expensive one, which was uh, Henry say. makes. I was going to say it's got to be Henry. Yeah, Henry Rifles actually makes a four ten shotgun, and they make a four ten shotgun that's their answer to the shockwave. Which is they call it the Henry Axe because unlike the bird's head handle that they've got on the shockwaves, they, theirs they call it an axe handle, but it's basically the same thing. 
and it's a little lever action 410 shotgun. And I went, I should have one of those. So I ordered it. And I was, yeah, I know. That's just kind of that kind of goes. Um, and I, it was another one because they are very difficult to find to some extent right now. I was expecting once again that this was going to be a Christmas present to myself. Until before work started uh, a couple, several days ago, the boss sent me a text message went, I'll be damned. It's allocated and it's on its way. And I went, holy shit. <laughs> oh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas for Jake. <laughs> well, uh, well, my first question was, holy shit, is how am I going to pay for this? Um, and so I put together what I had coming in as far as store credit and, and such and kind of went, uh, okay, this is doable. Um, I have to hold off on buying a couple things right now, but this is doable. Uh, so... In the process of still looking around at lever-action shotguns, because I still need a 12-gauge, uh, I found Black Aces Tactical, who actually makes a really pretty lever-action shotgun. The first ones I came around were all, were replicas of the old Winchester, uh, like 1890 or something of that nature, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which um, is a little on the clunky side. Uh but this one actually looks and seems to feel like a standard average everyday. Basically, it looks like a 12-gauge shotgun and a, Henry, and a Henry rifle had a baby. Now, the and I'm not as familiar with the Black Aces one, but I have had my hands before on a Black Aces 12-gauge field stock lever action 12 gauge that was black synthetic stock and chrome or, or stainless really is that what you're looking at or are you looking at the stubby one the the blacked out stubby no, one no actually actually the one i've got is is the one that you're mentioning i don't remember seeing on their website this is uh it's an 18 and a half inch barrel um and it, it looks like it looks like an, actually an automatic shotgun that the action is replaced with the lever action instead of the automatic. And it's not a synthetic. It, though it is black, it's not synthetic. It's walnut. And it's not stainless steel. It's uh, blued steel. They have a chromed steel version, with one that is a little bit more expensive, but I didn't need chrome steel. Actually, yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought so. That's now... That's the the I've had my hands on that top one uh, on the picture I sent you. Now it looks to me like it's stainless. It might be I guess coated or something like that. But it's field stock lever action, uh, twelve gauge long uh, magazine tube. So I think it I think it holds eight, six. six. Is it six? It's um, six. Oh, that's right. Because it's got the eighteen inch barrel, eighteen and a half inch barrel, doesn't it? Uh, I'm thinking of the, like the 20 inch barrels or, or 22 inch barrels where they, you know, it goes way, the magazine tube extender goes way out there. But yeah, this is, I mean, it's a neat looking gun. It really I, is. Now I haven't had my hands on it yet, but you know, the joke at the gun store is, is that, you know, if I don't like it, it's like, hell, I'll just bring it back in and consign it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have, uh, I've shot one once uh and i put about 30 rounds through it and it's it's kind of neat you know and and now you're getting into my world right i like 
mechanical action. I mean, and I know all all guns are mechanical, right? But I, I like it when you have to do something to pop the round, right? So like a yeah, lever well, action, something, a bolt something action, other than a pump action. Something other than just straight up semi-automatic. Right. And, and of course, all that evidence to the contrary because my favorite shotgun right now is a Browning Silver Hunter <laughs> automatic, right? But, but that said... Most of the guns I own are not, in fact, automatics. They're they're pump or slide action, uh, break open, you know, over and under type stuff. Uh, I've got a bolt action that I love to death. Uh, I mean, uh, there's the the only one I don't have is a lever action. I do not have a lever well, action shotgun. Well, the the and the thing is, is that the the Black Aces actually makes a a one that looks just like that. It's just the fact that in the center it's a automatic instead of lever action, and it looks the same. And it's, the best part about it is it's priced the same, which is three ninety nine ninety nine. Wow. Uh, and I actually was going to be holding off a bit, a bit for this one because, as we've talked about previously, I still have to figure out how to pay for the Henry. Um, <laughs> but I was searching through Gunbroker and found this one on sale for three hundred bucks and went, "Shit!" At a hundred bucks less, I can't say no. Yeah. Oh. Well, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I ordered it, and hopefully it'll show up sometime this week. Oh, man. Um, and then, oh, oh, well, see, I actually did something else that's going to surprise you. <laughs> I sold my 9mm AR and what? purchased a, it, yeah, and purchased a um, 223.556 NATO uh, AR pistol from Palometo, Palometo State Armory. Okay, you're you're gonna have to back now. I remember a guy who looks just like you, who last year. Well, but we have talked about the fact that my perspectives have been changing, especially since working at the actual gun store. Hey, I totally get it. I've had uh, you know because I am a self-professed and accused uh, low-end gun flipper, right? And uh, yeah. low to medium, I guess at this point. And I, I've. I've had my my hands and and owned a lot of guns that I no longer own anymore. And I I thought my tastes were one way. And I have been finding out that as I continue shooting, uh, I I have things that I like that I that I I'm absolutely sure that I'm I, I I adore like, for instance, a 12 gauge pump action 870. Right. Yeah, I I love an 870 and I love. The, the Wingmaster version of it. I love the, the combat version of it. I love, I, like an 870 is a fine, fine, fine weapons platform as far as I'm concerned. It is an amazing platform for all kinds of shotgun shooting. No matter what kind of thing you're into, there's an 870 out there that will fit your needs. I've always said that. I continue to say that. However, that's really the only one that I've stayed with. <laughs> uh Every time I get into something, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to do these now. And, and boy, I really hate those. I'm going to sell all those, and I'm going to do these now. Uh, there's there's all kinds of cool stuff out there. And I really thought uh, I got a bad taste in my mouth uh, about lever actions with my father's Browning lever action twenty two rifle. And I know that sounds funny. Uh, it was the only Browning I had ever held. And what's funny is with that Browning, and I don't know if it was that particular gun or all of them that do this, but when and uh, it it the lever would work smooth as silk, but when you fired, 
the the hand the the lever would chatter just just a tiny bit, and it would just it would just pop a little bit in your hand, and I'm like, nope, nope, I'm never I'm not doing lever actions, you know, and that was as a kid, and then my first freaking shotgun was a lever action 410 uh, Ithaca called a super single actually. And I love that to death. And then I have a Marlin uh, 44 Magnum uh, lever action. Love it to death. What's funny is I don't own, I don't currently own a lever action shotgun. I got a bolt. I got an automatic. I got a pump. I got a brake. I got an over and under, and I got a side-by-side. And several variations of those things. I don't have a lever. <laughs> I don't have a lever. And now I feel naked. <laughs> Like, oh, I, and, but but as I said, I've kind of developed ever since I started looking at the Henry rifles a a bit of a kind of a for lack of a better term a fetish for lever action. No, because at some because at some point in life, I also will own a uh, three fifty seven Mare's leg lever action pistol. <laughs> I don't know when because they're even more expensive than the rifles, but I will. <laughs> well, what is it with the lever actions that get you? You know, well, you know, I I I think to some extent with the lever action because we I mean we sort of had to some start having some of the conversation last time. I've started kind of falling into your idea of uh, the idea of wood and how things look and mm. et cetera, et cetera. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still have my um, P365. That is my carry gun. It is always going to be my carry gun. It is the only gun with my tiny little hands that, quite frankly, every time I go to reach for it, fits in my hand the exact right space way, and I can shoot it straight. Absolutely, um, sure. Every So once I kind of realized that that's what that was and that's what that was going to be, it started occurring to me that the rest of the firearms I have don't necessarily need to be uh, usage Utilitarian, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I started looking at what might be fun to have versus just, you know, what's going to defend my home. Um, <laughs> and, and that's kind of where I started looking at lever actions going, you know what, those look like they're just so much goddamn fun. I, 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 want, I want one. And then it turned into, I want more than one. <laughs> and now, we all know me well enough to know that I haven't actually, none of them have actually shown up yet. So it's every bit possible that, especially now that I found out that I can just throw a blue tag on something and put it on the wall, and if it sells, awesome. Um, <laughs> I, I may decide that I hate these when they show up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm willing to accept that possibility. Well, if but, you hate that lever action Black Aces, you just let me I'll know. Say, I'll send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you cash. Don't worry about it. We'll we'll square up later. But don't let that. Don't sell that back. I'll give you money for that. I like that. That's neat. I don't have a lever action. <laughs> but uh, and and see that's that's always where I've been sitting. You know, like I have guns that that defend my home. You know, my I've got a Rock Island, uh, and we've talked about this before. My Rock Island pump action is what defends my home, and that's. That's a 12-gauge pistol grip, flashlight. I mean, and it's very, if you want to call it tactical, that's fine. But it's very utilitarian. I, I would use that yes. word a lot more. Um, it's it's coated. It's synthetic. It's, you know, it's got a rail system on or, you know, a, a Picatinny rail system on it. It's got a flashlight on it. It's built 
for and rigged out for one specific purpose, purpose, and that's home defense. Now, that's the only one I have that's like that. Uh, there's Everything else is because I like to shoot it, and it works well, or it's quirky, or it's interesting to me, or, or I fixed it up and bought it cheap, and it doesn't really matter what happens to it, so, you know, screw it, let's shoot it, you know. Uh, and that to me, that's more fun. It's it's kind of cool to to have those things and and be like, what is that? Oh, it's older than I am. You know, here it is. I love that stuff, and it's pretty cool. But the the lever actions are really and Henry is really at the forefront of like let's make a quality a a, a very good quality rifle that looks good that is useful and utilitarian but we're going to make them cool and they really have i mean they've they've done every time i see a henry i go man that looks nice i mean like it doesn't matter what version it is or where it is or or any of that stuff it looks like it's supposed to you know what i mean well i'll 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 admit i did when when it came to the rifle gravitate towards the the newer one with the polymer stock I'll admit that, but <laughs> but but at some time, at some point, uh, you know, whether it's a Marlin or another Henry, you know, the I, I would like to have one that actually has the wood stock. I want the polymer one first, but other than that, yeah, I'd like to have one that's actually pretty. Yeah, I mean, and there and Henry uses some good cuts of wood. I mean, they'll they'll be pretty. And you, you, you mean you're, they're they're not the, like the Chinese AK that was using particle board? Oh my god. You know, I can't. I, I, I'll, I'll never forget that. I, I don't doubt it. I really don't doubt it. It's, it would not surprise me at all. You know, I mean, they're using, like Henry uses choice cut American walnut. You know, I, I like uh, that's basically uh, if they're going to put wood on a gun, it's not going to be birch. You know, there's nothing wrong with a birch stock, <laughs> but they're not going to do that on Henry. You know. Uh, Remington may do that crap and stain it, you know, stain it brown, but that just, pff, Henry's not going to do that. Uh, it, it's and watch like next year they're going to go birch stocked firearms for the consumer who wants to spend less. <laughs> Every time I make one of those statements is wrong, but <laughs> it's it, it's to the point where you can really get some good looking firearms that are good, and that's. That's always been kind of my thing, like, uh, or kind of my point when I buy a lot of these things and and fix them up. If you, if you have a decent quality firearm, even if it's a kind of mediocre one, they'll still outlive you if you fix them, take care of them, and 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 really do your homework with it. It'll look great. It'll fire. It'll. Now, would you want to bet your life on that gun? Eh, probably not. But you have other guns for that. But if you want to go plink or shoot or bust clays or or do targets or just go to the range or something like that, who cares? You know, if it's cool and you like shooting it and it's pretty, freaking go with that, you know? Uh, I, I don't know about that. I, I actually saw the ballistics on the three fifty seven coming out of that rifle. That that would do some damage. Oh, no. I didn't say the new ones aren't, aren't you would want to bet your life. I'm saying, like, the ones I get, they're, like, 60 years old. The- ah, Yes. Yeah, you might not want to bet your life on those. Now, an eight seventy, like, 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 yeah. like the Winchester, I, I looked at when I originally started thinking lever action and went, I don't think so. Uh, maybe <laughs> not. You know, 
Uh, yeah, some of those, you know. But like my my uh, wingmaster, <laughs> I mean, it has a receiver from 1952. It has a barrel from we're thinking somewhere in the 50s because it's got a a factory installed cuts compensator on it. The stock and the end are from the 70s. The sling cap and the sling rings are from are brand new. And I think I had to replace one action bar in it. And, I mean, it's it's a franking gun. But it's absolutely 100% reliable. Like, I have, I have run probably close to 1,000 rounds through it in the three years that I've owned it. And it has never missed a beat. Ever. Ever. It is just... They're tanks. They're just solid, solid, reliable guns. It doesn't really matter what era or what it is. If it's in working condition, it will work. It will fire, and it will do exactly what you expect it to do. Uh, it, but, you know, like, for instance, my Ithaca that I was mentioning the other day, the snapped its own action bar. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, well, it's it's a fault that's known with that gun. Uh, and I, we talked about it a couple weeks ago uh, on on the cast and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to shoot it until it breaks. And then it broke. It broke. You know, I put uh, well, probably close I mean, to 600 rounds through it. Yeah, but you you not have the browning, so it's kind of like oh yeah, no, okay. yeah, no, it doesn't hurt my feelings. And all I need is for this lockdown end, and I need to walk into a a welding shop of which there are like 10 of them around here. And say, hey, I need to borrow a MIG welder for about mm, three minutes, you know, and I can fix it myself. I, I I know what to do. I know where it went, how to fix it, where to make it stronger. It'll actually be stronger by the time I'm done and have it all filed and polished down than it was when it was made new. Because I know where it's going to fail and I know how to fix that. Right. So that doesn't bother me at all. It's just but that's not something a standard consumer is going to do. You know, they're going to go, well, this is trash, you know, because it, it snaps its own action bar if you, you know, if it gets too old. And it's like, mm, yeah, it does. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I can fix that. That doesn't bother me. Now, would it bother me if it was the only gun I owned and it it failed like that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you probably wouldn't want that to be your only shotgun. <laughs> but I have like 15. I'm fine. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't. <laughs> bothers me way less it's like ah Next. yeah exactly i'll shoot something else for a while it's no big deal so okay let me get this straight you you got rid of the nine millimeter ak platform uh, well, ar ar or sorry yes. ar platform then yes. you that was the one you got rid of now did you get store credit for that one yes okay so you got store credit for that and which i'm sure he's already sold and oh no it's it's funny because um i've actually done a little bit of trading back and forth and on these uh and uh, just as i've decided that well you know we've talked about this i'm going through a paradigm shift <laughs> um, so and, and once i figured out how easy it was just to kind of as i said put a blue tag on anything in our office in our store that has a blue tag on it is um pre-owned mm -hmm. uh so you, you put a blue tag on it put it in the case put it up on the wall you know as soon as i convince the uh inventory guy to put it into quote-unquote stock um you know and when somebody buys it at the end of the week he either puts it into store credit or he gives me a check um <laughs> just he's never gonna give you a check you're gonna be store credit forever just put it towards the seven i have on on file <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> y- yeah. Um, and, and, and the funny thing is, is so far, the things that I brought in, nothing's last more than a day. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's not that you have bad taste, sir. I mean, your taste is good. It's just that your taste is changing in the things that you like. Y- yes. And um, it, it actually turned into a joke this past week because um, <laughs> I, I'm sure you remember the P30 I had, which was oh, yes. you know, the – Okay, so I traded that one in to a guy who – I traded that one straight up with a guy who's very similar to myself who had a VP9, which mm. is basically this striker fire version of the same gun. Right. Uh, I have since lost my fear of hammer fire since, once again, I'm recognizing that the, I've got the one that's meant to defend myself, all the rest of them, who gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so – uh, so I wouldn't probably wouldn't have done that again, but at the time it was kind of like, okay, ooh, I can get the striker fire version that would suit me a little bit better, and so I traded. And then I kind of looked at that one and went, you know what, this thing just doesn't blow my skirts up, and there's other things that I'd like to have, like a Henry rifle. Um, <laughs> so I took that one back in and put it uh, and, and sold it. And the funny part about it was the guy who bought it, there's actually like three of us that are always going back and forth as to we bought this, we brought it back in to sell it, we bought this, we brought it back in to sell it, we bought this. we brought... And so when they went to put the VP9 into stock so that it could be sold, um, they just went to it down to like last purchase on the thing and just inputted that information, which was actually the P30. So they put in the wrong <laughs> firearm into the system. So so as we're sitting there talking, it's going back and forth and left and right as to, well, wait a minute. Then then who had the VP9? Well, I traded that one with James. Well, then you had the VP9. Yes, I've got the VP9. That's the one that's in the shelf. Well, then what happened to the P30? Um, you're going to laugh when who has it. And it's kind of like, who? And I'm like, I know when I told them who had it now, everybody just started rolling on the floor laughing. So I, basically at, this, at the other part about this is, is that I'm learning that I am by no means unique. No. Uh, no. Yeah, the, the, the fact that, that you can look in my safe in any given uh, week and find a completely different setup of firearms in my safe that you saw the week before, I am not unique. Actually, the guy who bought the P30 is really it's, <laughs> it was really funny. He uh, uh, also bought. He wanted to buy himself his first rifle, and he was a little bit nervous about bringing an AR home to show to his wife. Sure, as naturally you would be. So instead, he bought something that your father would have probably just loved, which was the Mini 14 from Ruger. Oh yeah. Oh, Bona loves those. Fires the exact same round as the AR, but it's just less deadly looking, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, Uh, basically. uh, Unless unless you're Canadian. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well... Uh, <laughs> well, um, there's that, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but apparently he'd found a way to sneak it into the house and had put it up underneath the bed, and then his wife found it. Oh, that's not going to be a fun conversation. 
he came into the store with two of his handguns to sell off to account for the fact that he had the now had the rifle. And his wife was standing right behind him the whole time. He had such a dejected oh, slap. No. Look he looked like a puppy had been slapped in the head with a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> We all felt so bad for him. Oh man, that poor dude. Because uh, you know, it's like there. That was a not even a discussion. That was like a bitch session. Like, oh yeah. I mean, that was that was like not a, like the worst I get is Shannon will roll her eyes and go another shotgun. Don't you need to like sell something? I mean, really? How many do you have now? Okay. Well, yeah. Oh, I. Probably oh, I, do. I I haven't told you the best part. You know the two guns that he brought in? He sold them for enough money because she decided after all this shit it was time for her to have one. <laughs> What'd she get? Um, why am I drawing a blank on what she got for herself? Oh, she, she got a... Oh. Damn, I don't remember. <laughs> I honestly don't remember. Man, that's just that's got to be killer too. Just looking around, going, uh, I don't want to get rid of anything, and then yeah, <laughs> like yeah, she didn't ask, dude. Uh, you know, one one of them was a beautiful Walther PPQ. Um, the that's other one gun. was, uh, yeah, the other one was a little bit easier to see go, which was a uh, uh, Taurus G two C. But at the same time, that I was looking at that uh, that Walther going, dude, that that hurts. Yeah, the PPQs. I mean, that's a super popular gun. It's really easy to handle. It's. I mean, it's a. It's a nice rig. Well, depending on who you ask, it. It the the PPQ has arguably the best trigger on the handgun market. I now it is, now it is one of those those contentious things like everything else. That the moment you say that, there are at least ten people who are just losing their ever loving minds saying that something else is better. Um. I, I get that. I, that's why I said arguably. Yeah, I, I would I would say arguably. However, I've shot the PPQ and it is a fantastically refined firearm. Oh yeah. I mean, it's really like like uh, uh, Shannon's Walther, which is not a PPQ, but uh, it, it it's still really damn good. I mean, in the the. The action with it, the slide on it, the the just the the feel of it is really well done. I mean, she's got the CCPM too, but still, I mean, those those Walther subcompact nine millimeter triggers are not bad at all. Um, not in the least. I mean, now you do pay for it. I mean, it's not a cheap gun, and and you're not gonna like you're not gonna find a bargain one, right? Uh, it's it's not like Glock where they've got ten of them and you're just you know looking for the the cheapest one. No no no, They're, like any store is going to have like one, two, and you're you're going to pay close to retail for those. But man, is it worth it? I mean, if you have to pick a service weapon, and that's that's what she was looking for is a freaking service weapon, you know. And you can't you don't skimp on those. You just you just don't. Uh, especially if your life depends on it. So you want something that you, you know is going to work well, you can handle, and is going to be great. 
uh, it isn't like for my plinking, you know, <laughs> like I'm going to shoot stuff into a big dirt mound, you know, here we go. This isn't for that, but man, they're, they're really nice. I feel bad for the dude still though. That he had to give up his <laughs> pistols for it. I, it, as I said, the look on his face, he, he just looked like a beaten dog. Oh God. Yeah. You know, I've been sitting here looking at these black aces, uh, lever actions, right? And there mm-hmm. is, I, I am here. I'm going to post this um, in the the chat here. There is a beautiful. It's the one at the bottom. Uh, I am digging, really digging the uh, the wood and the silver. You know, the wood and the stainless. Uh, yeah, the the one the, the one I was actually looking for was the top one, the one with the wood and the uh, blued steel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what I ended up with because it was on sale was the second one down, which is and the thing is it's still wood, it's still walnut, it's just stained black. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you don't like that, don't you sell that? <laughs> you you send it to me, I'll give you the address of my gun shop. I'll go get it and send you money. Okay. Don't you worry about nothing. We'll take care of it. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's neat. I haven't. I have not. Uh, I have not seen the uh, the different versions. The one I saw was uh, had a field. It was like the third one down uh, in yeah. that in that picture. Which uh, for those of you listening who can't see what the hell we're talking about, uh, it is uh, uh, looks like a, a you know blacked out stock. It's wood, but or. or you know, but it's silver. It's it's got the stainless on it, and it's absolutely all of them are actually quite beautiful. Uh, they're they're modern, which normally, as you know, I don't like. But man, it looks sort of like. What'd you say earlier? Something in a in a Henry oh, it had a baby. Like a, it, look, it looks like a Henry in a standard average everyday shotgun had a had just had went out and got laid. I wouldn't. Say- <laughs> You know what I would say? I would say a Beretta Optima and a Henry repeating right, or you know, a Henry lever action rifle had a baby. Well, and if you didn't look and see, they actually do a, as I said, a semi-auto that looks like the exact same firearm. It's just the actions portion is different. Oh man, it's a it's a really pretty gun. And, and 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 the best part about it is is that their their semi-autos are the same price as their lever actions. Oh, man, why wouldn't you have it? Now, see, for me, I look at that and go, why the hell wouldn't you have the le- the, the lever action? Most people would opt for the auto, right? Uh, actually, I'm, I'm thinking about at some point in life, you know, snagging that one too. But <laughs> You know, I often thought, and this is, this is my own prejudice, right? Uh, everything I'd ever heard about auto-loading shotguns was not fun. Right. They jam. They have problems. They they, you know, this and that. And they're not reliable, whatever. I have now had um, what may be. Oh, yeah, that's so pretty. That that Yeah, that's the other one I got. Yeah. See, that's pretty. I like that's that. The, axe. Yeah, that axe handle. It, it's yeah. different than a standard because every time I see one of those, you know, a shotgun with a lever and, and a, a, you know, a rounded bird's head or something like that, I just. I just think Terminator, right? They sawed it off, and you know they're just using. It. And for me, well, well, that, and and that was, but that was one of those Winchesters I was talking. It, it about. was, it was, but it, that's just what it reminds me of. Um, I much prefer a, uh, I, yeah, and I don't, I don't know why. I much prefer either some kind of stock or a pistol grip. 
Um, the nubbins don't really do it much for me, but I do like the axe handle. It is, it is, because it looks like it was, well, I mean, it is, but it looks on purpose, right? The style looks chunky and angular and cool, and it's, it's like a, this, this neat meld of things. And it's, it's well, just a degree of cut. I mean, that's all it is, but. And the, and, the, and the worst part about it is in the process of researching it, one of the things I saw is some people doing is you see the uh, kind of like V, well, inverted V shape of the uh, the axe handle. Yeah. Um, the actual uh, swivel for the, oh, shit, um, shoulder strap mm-hmm. harness, what, why am I drawing a blank on what those are called for some reason, um, is on the bottom, whereas the, the other side is just flat. And what a lot of people are doing is, since there's almost no kick to it, just as something to brace it, is just putting it on their chest. Mm-hmm. And just as, as a way to hold, I'm sitting there going, dude, with my little T-Rex arms, that works. <laughs> that's that's going to work. We can do that. Uh, that's actually the other thing I'm actually looking forward to with the with the idea of a lever action shotgun. Because one of the problems I've had with my T-Rex arms with a pump action shotgun is sometimes the pump is farther out than I can honestly reach. <laughs> Yeah, that's well. That's my wife's problem as well. You know, she's she's a little yeah. person, and she's she's so, you know five two, and she can't reach my wingmaster. You know, hey, I'm just fat with short arms. <laughs> um, but but the, the, and so once again, that's why the idea of a lever action shotgun was starting to appeal to me was not having to worry if the pump was going to go too far out for me. Um, that just everything being right there within the action itself works for me. Well, yeah, and you don't have to worry about short shanking it or or anything like that. You know, I mean, it's it's a fantastically well designed action that has really stood the. T- I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of actions out there. There's a lot of stuff that's. I mean, there's still if you if you really want to get picky about it, auto loading shotguns. They're still working on those, right? Um, they've they've had. I mean, I've had four now. And uh, the the Smith no longer is with me. My Buona stole it. He he loves that thing. <laughs> he's he's like you know that would make a fantastic Father's Day gift. And I'm like oh come on dude. He's like no I think it'd be great. You know okay here. Well, well I mean hey you have replaced it in your heart at least. I have I have I did I and it's still in the family so it's not going anywhere. Uh, but yeah he he liked it so much. My brother liked it. Everyone loved the smith you know after i fixed it and i was like okay cool i'll get something else you know and that's where the ithaca came in i love the ithaca i'm gonna fix it it's broken right now um it's you know and that's that's the whole thing like these you know i jokingly say shotguns of the 70s you know auto-loading shotguns of the 70s not so great for all (laughs) intents and purposes but even even those with a little bit of time and care, we've probably put about 800 or 1,000 rounds through the Smith, maybe 1,200 even, uh, after the other day. Ever since I fixed it, it has had zero problems. I mean, it's just been a flawlessly running, beautifully soft-to-shoot, accurate shotgun. And, you know, the Smith 1000, for the uh, uh, Smith & Wesson 1000, uh, for those of you who are new to the show. And... I don't know who the hell that would be because I know, <laughs> but for those of you who are new, that's what we're talking about. And both I, of you, yeah, both of you. You know, we mean that literally. 
but uh, it's been great. The Ithaca is probably still my favorite, and I'm going to fix it. I can't not. It is just so – I'm very accurate with it. And I'll be damned. We we went out with – because everybody's been cooped up. And everybody's just been just – I mean, everybody was sitting on a pile of ammunition and guns they hadn't shot and guns they wanted to shoot and all kinds of stuff. And we were just – you know, everybody was – so it was my entire family, uh, all my girls, my brother, his wife, Bona, all of us headed to the ranch. Uh, we realized how much we had brought when <laughs> when it would not fit in the truck. Uh, there was like we had to caravan down there. We had so much gear. And, uh, of course, Shannon takes off and heads to the, the back lake back there so she can do some fishing on Mother's Day. It was very nice. And she, you know, she stayed up and shot some 22s with us. But the big thing for us is the girls were going to shoot uh, a pile of 22s. And I figured, honestly, I figured that they'd shoot for 20, 30 minutes and, you know, make it go boom and then head back with their mother who had the truck the radio, the drinks, the food, the the uh, like lawn darts and frisbee golf and and you know all kinds of cool stuff and and you know fishing. She had fishing poles for them and they could go fishing. I mean, she had the party. It was going to the lake. They would not leave. <laughs> they would not leave shooting. Those girls between the two of them. Uh, with a Springfield Model 15 and an old Remington, both single uh, single shot bolt action youth 22s. Uh, we were shooting at a distance of about 12 yards, not far. You know what I mean? It's it's they're 10 and seven. They can't shoot super far. Uh, and we set up the little 22 targets, the, the little uh, steel 22 targets that bang and flip and stuff like that, and some other targets and everything. And those girls went through 250 rounds of single shot, you know, 22 <laughs> rifle. The, the, the best part about it is, since it is a 22, uh, that uh, 22, that, excuse me, uh, 200 rounds probably only cost you about five bucks. Oh yeah, no, it was. I wasn't worried about the cost. Of it. I was like, holy crap, the, Daddy, are we? Uh, I need a, I need another box. I'm like, I just gave you 50. What happened? Did you drop them in the dirt? No, I shot them. Holy crap. Because <laughs> while my father and my sister were and my brother were helping them shoot, I went down to go get the automatic clay thrower and, and some other things and a four-wheeler and everything down in the barn so I could come back up and, you know, I could be mobile and, and help whoever needed and ferry the girls down to my wife because I was sure they were going to be done soon, all that stuff. No. Uh, they they wound up shooting. I, I thought what I was doing was making a positive gun experience for the girls so that they they thought well of guns when they got a little older. What I wound up with is a couple of Dr. Pepper cans that they had turned into Swiss cheese and a whole bunch of uh, 22 downrange. And I, I was shocked. I didn't know I had two shooters. I thought I had two girls who were mildly interested in guns. No, I have shooters. And there's a difference, right? And I was so excited. I'm like, holy crap, I came underprepared. You know, because, I, I mean, 
I brought, you know, uh, two 50-year-old bolt-action 22s that I thought, okay, they'll use these for a couple of minutes and then go go elsewhere. No. Uh, they shot my father's Smith & Wesson 22 automatic. They shot my Heritage uh, revolver, uh, which my youngest daughter loves to death because she can work the whole thing by herself. Uh, we, uh, you know, my bird's head one, the, the, the John Wayne gun, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure is no longer going to be mine, uh, after she <laughs> figures out a couple of things. Um, <laughs> I'm just picturing you haven't given it to her and then actually wearing it again down to, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the pond to do skeet shooting with your father. And <laughs> next thing you know, you've got it in your holster and the bird's head grip has now been painted pink. Oh, God. I just, you're not far, uh, you're not far off. <laughs> I, so, uh, a little change to your gun there, son. Oh, man. Buona just thought it was hysterical. That, of course, of all the guns, you know, Carrie likes pistols, right? Because we, we have a little wireframe twenty two that's light enough for her to shoot. Uh, we have all kinds of stuff, but that wasn't with us. And what she wanted was my Heritage 22. She just kept coming back to that. And we're like, why don't you like this instead of the Smith & Wesson? That You know, it's an automatic. You can just pull the trigger and you don't have to cock anything or pull the hammer back. She goes, I don't like the, the, the green one. It's, it's green and black. Uh, I don't like the green one because it spits hot metal in my face. You know, because a couple of the shells came back and hit her in the face. And, and one of them left a little red mark. And I said, she was done with that one. She's like, nope, nope. I'm not doing that. It's like, okay, well, fair enough, you know. And uh, they uh, they shot like 250 rounds. And I I was flabbergasted. Kayla can shoot. Like she was, she was, bang, can, bang, can, bang, just barely missed it. Bang, shot the hanger off the can. Bang, can, bang, can. Like what is going on, you know? Uh, they can shoot and they enjoy it. So, we got they they got hot and tired, so they went. I ferried them down to to Shannon and came back up, and then it was time for Bona and I to sight in our twenty twos, which is really what we came for. But they had been shooting for a solid hour, you know, like like an hour of of twenty two one round at a time uh, through these rifles, and then Carrie got a little bit on uh, some of the pistols, and so did Kayla. And I'm like, holy crap, they're actually shooting. So I got to shoot for the first time, and I don't know if you remember, but uh, back on the cast, like almost two years ago, uh, I went and bought a project gun, which is a Lakefield Mark II. I do remember. And which is essentially, if you guys don't know what a Lakefield Mark II is, just look at a Savage Mark II. Savage bought Lakefield for the Mark II. It is a. And, and, and I still think they actually branded it as the Savage Lakefield Mark II. Do they? I I don't know. I I've I've seen it as the Savage Mark II a ton. Um, well, I, well, let's let's put it this way. I saw a box go by uh, at some point this week that said Savage Lakefield on it. It made me think of that. Yes, uh, they, it is it is a fabulous twenty two rifle. It is top five as far as twenty two rifles go. It's it's fabulously accurate. It's wonderfully. Uh, uh, adjustable and, and you can do a lot of stuff with it. Well, I've fixed mine up and it, this was a Lakefield it was before Savage Bottom. So it was older, uh, but it looks great now. And I put a, uh, a, a King scope on it 
uh, just a you know four by thirty two uh, type of thing. And holy crap, I was ho- and and it's been a while since I uh, shot a twenty two rifle. Okay, and and I'm I'm a full grown adult, but my memories of twenty two shooting with rifles against my father and my brother are not good. <laughs> okay. They always outshot me. They always did better than me, and I was adequate, you know, um, <laughs> not not good at all. But if it was a man-sized target, I could probably get some lead into them at some point. Um, but we had uh, – I was sighted in the scope because I'd never shot the damn thing. I'd fix it up, but I'd never shot it because I was always shooting shotgun. So I was like, this is a perfect time to sight in the scope. And uh, Buana brought his uh, Browning automatic uh, 22 with a red dot on it as well. Now, I had a full, tele- you know, I had a scope and he had a red dot, but we're sighting in our guns for the first time. And, we, you know, you do it the same, right? You start at like 25 yards and see where you're at. And the scope was way off. And then we moved it to, we got those sighted in. It was pretty good. And then we moved it to 50 yards. And at 50 yards, which is not a lot, all right, I, I freely admit that. But at 50 yards, I was holding three-round, um, three-round, uh, or three-shot rounds in the space of a nickel a quarter inch away from the dead bullseye, right? Just in the, in the center, but, uh, you know, there's a little dot that's the actual bullseye. I was holding three rounds the size of a nickel a quarter inch away from that. And I'm like, holy crap, guns actually work. Okay, okay. <laughs> this, is, this is the first time this has ever happened. Let's back it up to 75 yards and see where we're at. And, of course, at 75 yards, it was this. I put three rounds into the space of a quarter, you know, about a half inch away from. Now, a lot of that was me, but, uh, I mean, it's holding. It's holding the pattern. I'm like, oh. <gasps> Holy crap, this is what they're talking about. You can actually like be accurate with things. Uh, <laughs> and I love I love that gun. I do. It's the first rifle that I've actually been able. Now, you know, we backed it up to 100 yards and of course my my pattern opened up a little bit. Uh that and I was like super excited and stuff like that and and I'm over 40, so, you know, it's a little harder to see, but still I'm doing really good. I'm like, I, I don't understand what's happening, and and my brother is just shaking his head. My dad's like, I do. You learn to shoot, you numb nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm like, oh, oh my god, you know. So I I uh, I went through about fifty or sixty rounds, and I love I love that gun. I do. I love that gun. Not only because it looks cool, but I can actually shoot. Like it's the only twenty-two rifle I've ever had that I can shoot well. Uh, so I, I've like forbidden anyone to touch it for fear that they will screw something up with it, and promptly threw it in the bag. You know, like okay. And then I went and got my Marlin forty-four. Now, lever action. And for anyone who doesn't know, there's a vast difference between a Marlin. 44 Magnum lever action carbine and a Lakefield Mark II. All right. Well, one of them is going to kick slightly more. Uh, yes, yes, it does. 
Uh, also, the Marlin was unscoped. Um, and I was I, I, iron sights are a little bit different. Yeah, yeah a little, little, little different. Uh, trajectory is a little flatter. Uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a thing. But I mean, I was still hitting the target. I was still hitting the target. Now the pattern, not so much. But I was just so excited that I was actually. <laughs> Like I'm doing this, you know. This is this is like how guns are supposed to work. Uh, so it was super exciting. Uh, Bona, like a 22, like a, you know, a 35 year old 22, with a four power scope on it at a hundred yards. Like I'm easily amused. I I fully admit that. You know, I fully admit I'm easily amused. <laughs> I fully admit that we had a great time. I was shocked that the girls were super into shooting i mean they had a whole party down by a lake and they wanted to spend the rest of the day in the sun with barely any anything else to do shooting so i i was totally excited loved loved the lakefield mark ii had a great time with a lot of stuff and i'm completely jealous of jake's black aces <laughs> So uh, with that, I think we've we've rambled on a little bit, but uh, you guys stay safe, get yourself some guns. If you have the the time, check out the Black Aces lever action shotguns. Jake's getting one. I'm wildly interested in it. I I'd love to hear what you guys think. In the meantime, y'all be good. We'll talk to you next time. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.